Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's Michelle Collins. It's Midnight Snack. We've had like seven false starts today, like at the Olympics. Like they shot the gun, but I was already halfway across the track. But now we're really recording. Now it's really I happening. Fell four times. Yeah. <laughs> Dan just kept falling every time I said the name of the podcast, Midnight Snack. You know, not the best name for a show, but it is what it is. We just do it every week. We try to do our best. We hope for the best, right, Dan? <laughs> that's that's our mo- our motto. <laughs> <laughs> I even messed that Just up. Just hoping for the best. <laughs> no refunds is the motto. Hi, everybody. It's a free show, by the mm. way. Uh, so, Danny, how are you, babe? You look handsome. I'm like a bit, oh, you thanks. can probably tell I'm a bit um, uh, frazzled, decombobulated, discombobulated. Oh. It's oh, the word. Discombobulated? Yeah. Really? I don't you know. I'm good. a bit. Your hair is shiny. Like it looks... The hair is shiny. I keep cutting it. I got a cut That's by right. this guy here in uh, London who oh. used to give me like the best cuts. He's, he's inexpensive. That's not why I go to him. I go to him because he Sweet. really. His name is Sweeney. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it's Sweeney. It's Sweeney Dodd. It's not Todd. Sweeney Dodd. Weirdly, yeah, just no, no relation. But no, I go to this guy. He's he's a nice enough guy. And then this time, 
it's almost like what happens with every single person I work with, every friend, every lover, where after like eight months, they're just like, no, we really don't like you. <laughs> I feel like I went in and he just basketball palmed my head. He was whipping my head around so roughly and he cut it just so quickly that for the past week, what I've been doing is I've had to go back in. Like, even what's that? Like go back in and reshape it and relayer it, recut it. I'm just, I'm sick. Yeah. I can't, I have like Edward Scissorhands disease where I just can't let it go. And every day, yeah. every time I style my hair, I'll see another chunk that's like too blunt or whatever it is and try to fix it. And the end result is I saw my hair from the back yesterday and it's like long mullet and then four Homer strands laying on. It's just the whole thing looks really <laughs> weird. So I'm, I hate, I, I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to come back to London to get my haircut with this guy. And I think it's a breakup. I think this was it. Uh, I know. I hate that. I hate that when you're used to getting like a haircut that lasts like four, five minutes or something and then you go and that day it's like 25 minutes yes hour. yeah 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 that's what happened that, I, yeah yeah that, one time the, and this guy was like um he could see the look on my face because i don't hide anything i guess yeah and he was like well if something's wrong let me know if he, something's wrong is everything okay? i'm like come on <laughs> no and that's by the way it's so funny because i have a shit ton of hair so normally it takes like 45 to an hour to cut it at least and yeah. uh he's i said oh when's your next appointment and he went oh um in an hour but she's coming in late so like we have plenty of time she got there 15 oh. minutes early and like the Whoa. second can you imagine and she really was like quite witchy like gray curly stringy hair oh i really <laughs> didn't like her look and i was just <laughs> Like, okay, but you have to wait. And then she just set, she had a backpack on. Everything about her, I hate it. Like every part of this woman, I was like, get out of here. And she sat herself down and was like watching us. And he was so quick, but it's the worst feeling is having to go back to get a haircut fix. That the pressure... The shame one feels yeah. of, at least yeah. for me, of walking back yeah. into the salon, not wanting to be uh, an asshole. You know, you want to show like, hey, I this was the last resort. You know, right, right. Often right. I just pay new people to fix it. I'm like, I can't, I can't face. Cause to me, I'm like, listen, if you fucked it up the first time, what's going to make it better if I go yeah, back? Exactly. You know, exactly. And then I'm sure when you go and get it fixed, they're like, well, are you happy? Well, I make sure you're a hundred percent happy. Yeah. And like, it's like passive aggressive and weird. Like so I passive aggressive. The last time I got my haircut here, like a, maybe a year and a half ago was this girl. She was very sweet. She looked like my 10 year old niece. She was tiny. And then when I went back to her for the next haircut, she had had her gallbladder removed. I think I told the story on the show <laughs> and she, she was like, yeah, okay. I got my gallbladder removed. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then gave me the worst haircut. I was like, look, gallbladder, like <laughs> it's a, it's a, the secret her to talents. her success. Yeah. Yes. All the talent lied in her gallbladder. All of it. And then my friend who recommended her to me had to stop going because she got promoted and got too expensive. I'm like, yeah, to pay for the fucking gallbladder yeah. removal. Like, yeah, right, right, I'm not right. here to, I'm not a GoFundMe. <laughs> I'm just here to get a haircut. You know, I'm just pissed. I don't love it. And I was having a good hair moment too. My hair was looking really good. And that's why God laughed. And then God laughed, the name of my book. Because the second I start looking good, I fuck it up. Anytime I do anything where I'm like, damn, I'm getting attention, feeling good. I'm like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to go change this so I look once again horrendous. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't, the same way. I can't sit in it. I have to like, I'm like, well, I got to keep it up, you know, now that it's looking good. It'll grow <laughs> into something, but what you can't see is in the back. That's what I cut today. I had a little cutting moment today. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Dan, I have a great story for you. Um, how are oh, you? Yeah, You're good? Happened. Okay. I don't really care because yeah, I want to tell you the story. How are you? Great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> 
So listen, so Saturday, I love when I tell a story and I go, listen, I whisper. So listen, tune in. Between you and me. Between you and me. So it's a celebrity-related story. It's a blind item, Dumois-level blind item. I went Saturday night with my friend Maria to go see uh, my friend Jonathan Van Ness perform at the London Palladium. It was an amazing show. Um, You know, he does gymnastics. I I said on my radio show, I've never in my life as a six foot one woman and like a five foot eight child, I've never done a cartwheel in my life. Not once. Yeah, neither. Wait, really? No, never. Wait, I was... How could I possibly fling this mass around (laughs) in the air? Like, there's no way. (laughs) No, no, no. That's exactly what I said. How can I... Word for word. How can I possibly fling this mass? Word for word said that. And everybody was like, weird that you can't do that. I'm like, listen, I had a Pixar dump truck ass from the womb, baby. Like, this came out... My mother was in labor for 76 hours squeezing this ass out. Like, there's no way. You know what I mean? That I'm going to fling it over my head. Just not happening. Right. Um, (laughs) anyway the point is Jonathan does this whole gymnastics routine it's very exciting and he's he's very sweet we saw him afterwards very funny I mean brought the freaking house down it was amazing it was like the star power when someone's famous and then they go on stage the star power is just shocking like just the cheers and the energy it's really exciting genuinely that's fun Um, I was really happy to go so afterwards Maria and I were like we hadn't had dinner I go why don't we go uh get a bite to eat. We were in Soho here in London. So we went to a restaurant that's an old staple place for me called the Dean Street Townhouse. It's um, the poor people Soho house because it's basically same menu, same atmosphere, but you don't need to be a member. And it's right next door to the actual Soho house. It's like kind of Perfect. funny. Exactly. Yeah. So I love it. I go, I love to sit at a bar. You know me. Give me a comfortable bar seat with a back. Sometimes mm-hmm. doesn't even need to have a back. Has to have that foot bar though. I cannot sit at a bar without the foot bar. Yeah, with dangling legs. No, I can't. You think it's easy to fling this mass (laughs) off a chair onto the ground without a foot bar? I I don't think so. Not happening, right, Dan? That's right. (laughs) So listen, so we get there and we find two just like perfect bar seats. And I happen to know the bartenders there because I go there often. You know, I just I love the vibe there. I'm always having a good time. It's like I always liken it to a Vermeer painting because it's all very candlelit. It's very Dogma 95. Ooh, yeah, you perfect. know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thomas Vinterberg directed my dinner Saturday night. So we go, ooh, deep cut reference. We go, watch the celebration if you haven't seen it. We sit at the bar um, and the bartender is like, hi, how are you? Whatever. And so I got, I'm, I'm trying to stay off wine. By the way, isn't it, okay. to give you an idea of how much I drank in Italy, I have basically been cleansing in England Okay, like, <laughs> right. take that in. I was thinking, why is that? Every night in Italy, I was going out and having wine at dinner. There wasn't a day I didn't order wine at dinner, and I haven't had any wine since coming to, to uh, London. Oh, well, well, Italian wine is their thing. Are you I drinking know. beer? No, I never drink beer. I'm having, I'm doing like yeah, tequila yeah. soda, vodka gin. martini, full stop, gin? like that. No gin. I can't do gin. You oh, know my gin story. Okay. You know my gin story. Uh, when I was on the Atkins diet after college and I went to a party at Columbia, even though I graduated and I was like, oh, I'm on the Atkins diet. So I was, I mean, genuinely forced eating disorder. I was yeah. eating nothing but jello at work. I was a legal secretary eating jello and, <laughs> and I looked phenomenal. Like thinking back, I'm like, oh, no wonder I looked so good. I wasn't eating. 
But the fact that my brain even could do that, like, because now I'm, yeah. I'm, I had like eight sandwiches today. Like, I don't understand. Get me back there, God. <laughs> like, take <Right>. me back. <laughs> but uh, no, but I went to this party and I had gin. I, th- I thought, okay, you know, you can't drink in the Atkins side, but gin is clear. It's like herby. I'll yeah, just have it with sure. no mixer. Yeah. And the next. Oh. oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. I went to work the next day and I'll never forget. Vomited in the garbage can at the Park Place subway stop. 100%. And then from there, um, went to work and did not stop throwing up all day. Because I had such mean bosses that I couldn't take the day off. It was hell. I've, I've not touched gin. That was probably in 2002 or three. Haven't had gin wow. since then. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. That's really not the point of the story. So Marie and I sit down at the bar. We have great location, dead center. There's like a couple next to us. It's really fun. It's very busy. And we order, I got, I think, a vodka soda something, and we ordered a salad. I don't know. And uh, we're having a nice time. I think we were chatting about the show, a few things. We get a second drink, and this guy walks in. And mind you, at this point, there was like room at the bar, but next to Maria was a person, and there was maybe two inches of space. Between her and the person next comes in a guy, little guy, maybe five foot five, older, I would say early fifties, probably, um, seriously looked, this is not the celebrity star setting, but looked almost identical. (laughs) No, no, no. Looked. Oh, I feel like I'm fucking the story up. I am fucking the story up, but I'm going to keep going. Looks almost identical to, uh, has like an M night Shyamalan, like seriously looked like M night, but short and had glasses on like prescription i assume glasses that the roundness of the frame was exactly one millimeter bigger than the, his eye iris you know it was like sprockets <laughs> like on acid That's... like tiny like if he looked to the left or right he wouldn't see through the glasses i mean a little like little star wars yeah, the worm that, that like, yeah yeah <laughs> I love that worm. (laughs) Of course I remember it. Now, while this is happening, who happens to walk in? I see a a man and a woman walk in. And, you know, I'm very good at um, celebrity sightings. Like, I I can tell. I recognize people. He had his mask on. And even with the mask, just from this, I recognized Mm -hmm. him. And I, I said to Maria, because he walked behind me with his date, and they sat behind me, and I was like, I think this is that person. And I said it, and he took his mask off, and it happened to be Oscar nominee Andrew Garfield. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and his girlfriend. All right. Okay. Cool. You know, nice guy. Very handsome in person, might I add. Like, just very good looking. I don't know his story. I don't want to know. I don't know why he said it like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> No, you know, insinuating. you hear things about people, whatever, but I, he's a good actor. Huh. That's all I really care about. And he was with, I didn't see the woman he was with cause I was like clocking him. Um, but we'll get to that in a bit. So anyway, so he's sitting I, somewhere behind me. I don't know. And this guy is there, tiny glasses, sprockets is there. And he takes his, his things and he puts them, he's like wedging himself physically between Maria and this person next to her. But like, so he's not just ordering. No, he's like trying to settle in a little bit. And I'm getting annoyed because also we're talking about personal things or whatever else. And also like, I know that, listen, the pandemic in London is no longer a thing. People are like, just kill me. Everyone here wants to die. Look at the drinking habits. Look at the smoking habits. This is a city of people begging for death. I've decided. And that's why there are going to be no more COVID protocols. They're like, no, bring, we want it. They're like, no, please spread it. 
please if you see something spread something that's the that's the <laughs> phrase here in england they're just begging to die so i can't necessarily bring covid into it but i'll be honest just a, a well, man getting yeah. so close to her. It was just like weird. And he was clearly listening and smiling at us. Like he wanted to be a part of our mm. conversation. Yeah. He just had creepy vibes. I yeah. keep saying vibes. Kill me now. Vibe shift. Uh Oh, okay. Creepy, <laughs> creepy energy. And I'm like not loving it. And at one point, I don't, I don't think I said anything at that point, but I was sort of giving him a look like, dude, like all this whole big bar and you're shoving yourself right. here. Fine. Right. Now, the truth is, had he been hot, would I have been so bitchy? No, of course not. No. Of course. This is the, the Chris Rock, Clarence Thomas conundrum. If Clarence Thomas looked like Denzel Washington, it would have been a very different story. <laughs> Which is the classic Clarence Thomas phenom. But whatever. I didn't like it. Anyway, the couple next to me now gets up to leave. And he... um sits directly next to me and I felt like he even moved his chair closer and he goes I'm really sorry about sorry about being so close before whatever and he like apologized because he was really literally right next to her and I said um no it's fine we we're just talking about something personal so I you know we just needed some space yeah. which was true yeah Mm -hmm. So now we're continuing to talk. This man now is on my side. Now, you know, I don't fuck around with things like this. Like I'm, first of all, I don't know this person. I have been roofied before in my lifetime, believe it or not. I don't know if you knew that or not. Okay. Uh, years, only once, years and years ago, nothing mm -hmm. happened to me, but 100% was drugged. It was really scary. I like couldn't move. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't fuck with that. Like keep your fucking distance, right. dude. I didn't like it. And he's right, right. next to me and his hand is I, I don't know how to okay so if this is the bar I'm trying to explain it for people listening let's say my drink is yeah. directly in front of me his hand is like yeah. almost next to my drink like it's in my what? it's in my placemat space you know what I mean like if you put a placemat in front of me he's touching my placemat so I'm That's, like uh, it's yeah. awful so I'm moving my drink over and I say to her like slide over a little bit you know but I'm making yeah. it very clear like please and by the way now there is no one next to him there have to there has to be 10 feet of open bar like it's not now he has no reason to be so close to me he has plenty of of room so now yeah. i'm getting a little bit pissed and like and he's also just horrible looking and awful and i'm just like get the fuck away from us you know i will right. say he was well dressed like i'm sure he was like some rich piece of shit i don't know but i didn't care sure but still yeah anyway so he's, he's like yeah he's on he's on top of me you know and I'm moving my drink away and I'm making it very obvious to him. Like, please keep your, like, I'm sorry. If someone moves their drink away from me, I then move yeah. over to show them, Hey, I'm actually not going to put a roofie in your drink. Don't stress. Right. And I'm sure right. this guy wasn't going to do that. I just didn't want him so close to me. That's all there was to it. So I turned to him and I go, um, I'm so sorry. Would you mind just sliding down a little bit? And he went, Oh my God, this it was psychotic. He went, Oh, oh what are you American? What are you American like oh, that? Brother, and he was like dying. I, he was dying to fight with me. Like he was waiting. Yeah, he was purposefully yeah. doing it so that I was like goaded. You know, I fell right into his teensy yeah. tiny spectacled trap. <laughs> and he goes, well, what are you American? And I went, no, now, you know, I've been binging love is blind Japan, right? It's my favorite show ever. You know, I'm obsessed Did, with love is blind Japan. I went, yes, no, I'm Japanese. And that's why I need space <laughs> we, okay. because I would imagine in Japan, and no one stands that close to each other. Am I wrong? Uh, no, you're right. You're right. I know. Like, you, you have your school space. And also, fuck you. So I went, no, I'm actually yeah. Japanese. That's why I need space. And he went, oh, go fuck yourself. He went, fuck you. Wow. Go fuck yourself. Like that. Wow. It was wild. So now okay. I'm 
listener, I need you to know something about me, which is that I actually don't engage in fights like that. I don't enjoy them. I don't also want to get hit by some small fisted little freak who's on top of me. The second he starts telling me to go fuck myself, I'm up out of the seat. Like, I'm like, I'm not engaged. Like I'm absolutely disengaging. I'm disengaging Meredith Marks. (laughs) And I get up and it's very busy there. And I see a waiter. Now the people there know me not well, but like, I'm not some, you know, I'm a regular ish. And I called a waiter over and I go, this man over there is like cursing me out. He's telling me to go fuck myself. He's basically touching me. Um, Can we move? Like, where can we move? And he went, absolutely. So he moved us to a table and um, the guy left about two minutes later. I mean, he, he was like waiting, but he what? was wasted drunk, wasted drunk. Okay. But he left. I mean, actually, I don't know if he was wasted drunk. I almost want to text Maria. Like, was he wasted? He was upright. He was walking normal. I mean, he wasn't like yeah. falling on me when he was next to me, but just a, an abusive piece of shit. Who talks to a woman or anybody like that? Genuinely. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, even if it was a guy, it was like, Pickpocket territory. When no, you're that's like, what I'm so saying. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, my you mother stick to the Soho house <laughs> where, they, where they check the <laughs> membership card. <laughs> no, actually, because one time at the Soho house on the Lower East Side, a guy stole my seat, and I went, "Excuse me." Um, I was sitting here and went, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> All these everyone tells me to go fuck myself. What's that about? And I was, but I was like shaking from that guy because I was really. He went, "Go fuck yourself." He went, "Yeah." He went, "Don't," because he was on a date and he went, "Don't." Fuck me like this like a Russian guy he was like don't fuck me like this go fuck yourself don't go fuck me he was like, I was like okay I have to get out of here everybody's disgusting there so in the meantime so we changed seats and the bartender who knows me comes over very nice guy comes over and like sat with us and was just like what happened and I go well and he goes yeah he's a regular meanwhile on the way out little glasses was shake um, little Jonathan Lipnicki little yeah. uh, Ray uh, what's the guy from Jeremy Maguire little Ray Walking out, shaking all the waiters' hands, because I was almost going to go up to the hostess and say, listen, that man was like abusive, actually. Like, and I'm, I felt really unsafe in that situation. But also, I like to go there and I figured, let me just, you know, if I go back and he shows up, then that's a problem. But like, I'm not going to start, you know? So I didn't say anything. But in the meantime, he was, and the bartender was like, oh, he's, he's a regular. Like, he, um, he, oh, he's always here. He comes in all the time. I was like, well, he's a fucking piece of shit. But I guess the point of the story is that this whole thing happened in front of Tick, Tick, Boom's Andrew Garfield. (laughs) And Andrew Garfield was watching this entire thing. He was right behind us. I didn't even realize how close he was until we moved to the table. And I was like, oh my God, he was literally sitting directly behind us facing us and I'm like isn't that funny and I'm thinking what if this guy would have punched me in front of Andrew Garfield would Andrew Garfield have done anything is it too because obviously it would have made the press like if this man would have punched me Think about it. Yeah. He could have done like a real Peter Parker thing. Yes. Saved the day. Yeah. Major missed opportunity. (laughs) It would have been worth it for the story of me. It's like years ago, I was walking with my. It seems to be the problem. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, but I don't think he would have done anything. That's my thing. I actually don't think he would have. Nope. I don't think he would have. I think he would have watched it. 
from his table, from his date table, and not gotten involved. And somehow, the thing that's the most fucked up about it is I feel like if, God forbid, that would have happened, I feel like somehow I would have been the culprit. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, people would have assumed it was me and not this, like, little glasses guy because he looked like such a little architect dweeb. You know what I mean? Mm, like, I just yeah, felt, right, right, if right, that makes sense, yeah. he had this real, like, phony-ass New Yorker magazine look going on. <laughs> right, so, right. like, well, uh, anyway, the people who work at the Dean Street townhouse should know that that man is abusive and to tell me to go fuck myself when I'm asking can you slide over two inches are you kidding that's crazy well because he felt rejected because he wanted us to talk to him and he was drunk well sorry yeah of course (laughs) no of course anyway I'll hide him um so that's basically it anyway what else (laughs) I know you have to go soon wait didn't you were you gonna read lyrics to something the lyrics? Oh, I, well, I've been I've been practi- I've been uh, playing piano recently, so I, I think I sent you some lyrics because I keep I keep ordering sheet music to play, but it's like old corny stuff from the twenties and thirties. Uh-huh. I love it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ordered um, a bungalow, a piccolo, and you. Is that the one you play. sent to me? Oh, there was another one. Oh, that was just, oh, then I'm also just learning to, I'm just like practicing with like uh, lessons. Oh, uh, here it is. Normal piano lessons. This yeah. is called, um, this is a song that Dan, now is this from the 1920s? It's called The Food Court. I'm going to no, assume it is. composition. I'm just going to go ahead and assume this is from 1926. And it goes, tacos and sushi, ice cream and pies. I'm, I don't know how to read music. Pizza and smoothies, chili and fries. Wait, it's good. Would you believe that you can find them all at the food court? It's good, no? (laughs) That is right in the... Say it, Dan. Mall. (laughs) This is the level of piano playing you're at. I don't even play piano. I could play this. Come on. (laughs) What? This is my break between like the, the like, so uh, like uh, you know, the harder Beethoven's Moonlight at. Sonata. Yeah, yeah. For example, I I feel <laughs> like this is the kind of song. I don't know. This is making me laugh. Like just, I want to put on like the um, Norbit suit and like just walk and like <laughs> walk in. Well, I was like, it'd be so embarrassing if you were a kid taking piano lessons and you're like, okay, this is your recital song and you have to sing about how oh, much you love like all the food. That would literally happen to me. Or like, yeah, we have a, uh, oh, for Michelle. Uh, yeah, we have the uh, perfect, perfect song. Uh, and then I have to get on stage. Chinese, Greek, Italian. Oh my God. These words. They, by the way, this could be misconstrued. Chinese, Greek, Italian, they are everywhere. Who wrote this? This is from, this is from 1926. <laughs> Japanese, Hawaiian, they are over there. Dan, what is this? What is this, Dan? Maybe I'll just have a burger after all. This is some white supremacist shit. Prussian Blue wrote this. What are you, what are you sending me here? At the food court that has food for us all. Well, it's a nice message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's absolutely Stand hilarious. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> um, what time is it now? I don't I, I, Do I have anything else to talk about? Really nothing. I, I feel completely withered. See, now I do wish, like I, ha- I have no, nothing in the room. I, it's like nighttime here. I kind of want a little glass of wine. See, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, relax. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Because also my, you know what I bought? Actually, one last thing. I bought um, a, a stone. <laughs> Just let me finish. <laughs> Where is it? It's a little flat stone. 
and you it's rub magic. it along it's rose quartz and you rub it along your face it's not on the roller it's like a, it almost is shaped like a heart and you okay. smooth your face with it and it gets sort of swelling think about okay. it do you have to keep it in the freezer stuff like absolutely that? not keep it wherever you want ah, yeah all right. pretty excited about it you can edit that out guys that really is not interesting i feel like after the andrew garfield story i don't know it's just fun to think about the idea i'm sort of humiliated like you know that andrew garfield like saw me get into a spat you have to get him on. You have to interview him. And bring I know. Him we got to get him on the pod. That's it. You we remember. must. Yeah. A four-minute yeah. interview. Hey, thanks yeah. for doing it. Um, quick cue. When you were at Dean Street <laughs> Townhouse last week. <laughs> no, did, that should be the whole interview. That's it. Do you still remember the guy yeah. with the little glasses? Tiny, teensy, tiny little glasses, like American Girl doll <laughs> style little glasses. <laughs> okay. Do you remember me? I was the big one next to him. And then I, and then he told me, he was so aggressive. At what point do you tell a woman to go fuck yourself? I hope that man really, he must have some real demons, that guy, to even respond to a woman that way. True I hope opponent. he burns in hell. I hope that man rots in hell. <laughs> well, we have a great show for you guys. Joe Mandy's here. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm going to put some makeup on for Joe, I think. I think he deserves a little mascara for me. What do you think? I'm not going out tonight. Dan? Okay, silence. <laughs> Dan, Dan, can't get the, Dan can't get the food court out of his head. He's like Hawaiian. The song just keeps going on with different ethnicities. Jewish, Catholics, Muslims all around us here. This is so weird. <laughs> this song. Hmm. All right. Uh, you can follow Dan at Dan underscore acting. Dan has a job, so he has to go back to work. I, on the other hand, this is my job. So I'm going to go put makeup on. Uh, you can also follow me at Mishka. And by the way, before we get to our guest, you guys subscribe permanently to this I, it is a desperate I, I, it's desperate desperado that should be the name of the episode subscribe tell your friends it's free you know say nice things about us it's all I ask yeah. in exchange for the many many hours of free entertainment I provide you <laughs> alright let's welcome Joe Um, I did lie to the listener, Joe, because in the intro, I said in the 15 minute break we had, I was going to put makeup on for you. And okay. <laughs> instead, um, instead, I ate a pret meatball wrap and I put a turtleneck on. Okay. And I'm burping. So point is, I'm just like professional. <laughs> I'm ready to have so much fun with you. I put absolutely no makeup on. Your face is making me feel so happy. Let me do an intro and then we can really talk. Love it. I, I adore this man. Um, I really do. One of the few comedians I treasure. <laughs> Such a great way to open. Uh, one of the funniest stand-ups. He not only is a writer on what I consider to be the funniest show, he's also acting on it. Uh, season two of Hacks is hopefully going to be out soon. We'll we'll figure that out. But season one is out now if you've uh, not watched it. He also has stand-up. You can go to his website, johnmandy.com. Follow him on Twitter, even though he doesn't tweet. Actually, don't. Follow him on Instagram, at Joe Mandy, for the listener, uh, just based on the background, you're so blending. He's got a pink sweatshirt on, pink lamp, mint green walls, a beautiful yeah. white cupboard. It looks like it's it's a very. Well, this is my one. yeah. This is this is my wife's office. I'm I'm hijacking Aww. it for for you, and I'm also wearing a hat um, from the 1994 Nick Nolte movie Blue Chips. <laughs> Co-starring Shaquille O'Neal and Anthony Hart. Yeah. How much is that worth these days? That's got to be worth a ton. Uh, I bought it off of eBay last week for $35, I think. That's a bargain. God, yeah. eBay. 
I yeah. fucking hate eBay. Um, I when I moved because uh, I packed my apartment up in New York, I put all these like giant shoes on sale, brand new, but they they mm. never worn. It's just these huge shoes and forgot. And about a week ago, I sold a pair of like velvet and very beautiful ankle boots, and I'm like, fuck me, they're in a storage unit in Hackensack. Like obviously, I can't send them. Right. And I sent the lady a message being like, listen, I'll give you your money back. I'm so sorry, I'm overseas, and I almost want to read the message. Like she clearly, it was just like, I need boots, beautiful boots, please. <laughs> I beg you, please. So beautiful i was like ma'am i don't have them like there's no way i could even get my hands on them where was she you know what i don't know let's find out i I actually want to read the messages this might be a good little moment for us hold on a minute but while i find this uh season two of hacks you're working also with pat regan who we love yes he rolls has he's the best tell tell us what can you tell us when is it coming out this is me being Uh, by the way (laughs) like (laughs) scrolling through your ebay messages yeah so tell us uh uh what else is going on um no it's yes they're still shooting um for another month i believe and then okay editing so i think it'll be out in like the late summer early fall i literally have I'm like a producer on the show. Don't have any clue what the show actually comes out. It's the fucking best show. Like, congratulations. It's one of the only shows that actually makes me laugh. Nothing makes me laugh anymore. Thank you. Yeah. Love it. It's great. uh, And you're on it. I'm on it. I play Ray, no last name, who works at the, the casino hotel. Yeah. And I mean, you know that here in London, I see you on Modern Family roughly once a week. You're you're maybe my only friend who's ever actually seen me on Modern Family. I everyone I know like has never like doesn't believe me. Like it's like I I feel gaslit. I was like no, I've been on I was on three seasons, but um, you had a big part in it. You were yeah. like a character on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I became Ariel Winter's boyfriend for a while. So that was oh my uh, god interesting Love how it. did that go for you look at my face you can't see me i'm <laughs> yeah. the full moon emoji like my eyes are to the side yeah. tell me uh yeah no it, it felt um i mean i guess it was technically legal but it felt inappropriate that's hilarious was this yeah. before or after her breast reduction do you know i don't like know. after you didn't know you couldn't tell what a uh, gentleman yeah thank you <laughs> no i yeah i just um the whole thing felt like i was in the twilight zone a bit like i, I had a great time but it it, yeah. it was like i i felt crazy because it was like they like i feel like i'm i have like a certain lane comedically and then they were having me do like the b- most broad like physical comedy and i was like okay well this is uh i'm really gonna <laughs> stretch my limits here yeah you were great on it though thank you genuinely yeah. I um, had multiple storylines where I was sneezing a lot. So I guess I'm a good, good <laughs> sneezer. <laughs> I'm a good comedic sneezer. Did you have to audition for it or was that like part offered to you? Yeah, no, I, I auditioned. <gasps> I, had to, I actually I had to keep leaving the Parks and Rec writer's room to audition. And then I got the part. And then oh by the point of my last season on the show, um, I was writing for The Good Place and was like... I was at Modern Family as much as I was at The Good Place, and it was causing problems for literally everyone. Was it really, though? Yeah, yeah. But those checks have got to be absolutely (laughs) phenomenal. Am I wrong? Uh, You're not. I mean, it's always a pleasant surprise. Yeah, the residues. (sighs) The residues. I was on one episode once of The Family, which was an ABC show with Joan Allen. Of course. And um, I was offered the part in that I was playing a host on The View, and me and Joy Behar had to like you know cut through our tension and like read 
like lines to each other. Uh-huh. And I get a check once a month for eight cents. And I'm like, see, not from Hell the yeah. view, from the family. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. But I can't imagine being on an actual show with like a real part. You're just rolling in fucking money. I mean, it, it, you're putting me in a weird spot. I, I just like. Am I? No, I just. I'm, like, a, I'm I just, a Jewish woman with questions. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Is, we'll take it, it out. It is no, no, no. It's great. No, it is. But I all I can think about is like, like my limited time on that show, and just imagining what it would have been like to be like oh. a full cast member. It's just crazy, oh. crazy to think let's, about. Let's talk. I, I could talk about that for the next hour. I'm sorry. I don't even care about anything else. To be a full cast member, what is it like being in the union? I used to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a union man. I'm in so many unions. Multiple unions. Oh my gosh. Wait, Joe, don't kill me. I have to, this is how professional I am. I have to plug yeah. my laptop in. I've been talking for like seven hours. I'm really sorry. I had to reconfigure nine outlets. You know, these English plugs, by the way, have you ever spent time in London, Joe? Not, um, not an extended period of time. Do you have like adapters for everything or have you just like moved on and bought like proper... European. I have 19 flat irons for every country in Europe. Seriously, I'm like the most <laughs> Jewish. I have so many flat irons. I have curling irons, but no, the English plug is just, it's a big old plug. I'm surprised mm. you've not spent more time here. I think you would like it here. The the general malaise of it all. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I, right before COVID happened, I was supposed to do like a whole tour of England and then it <gasps> obviously all canceled. But I was like, yeah, it was like, like Aww. 10 or 11 cities. I was so psyched. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned your hat before, and I know that you had this thing, which was so funny. Like at the height of lockdown, you became a little Betsy Ross, Joe Mandy. You started stitching, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> stitching your uh, little heart out. What happened I there? I fully, I went like truly crazy. I was locked. We were locked in our house, and I discovered I was um, good at embroidery, and I would buy hats online and then like embroider non sequitur words onto them and would give them away to friends and then um i ended up selling some uh, off of my instagram to charity like yeah I, I made like i finally compiled i made like literally 50 or 60 hats i thought you were gonna say thousand dollars i genuinely no. would it you when i made no. like 60 i was like bracing myself oh my god were your I mean, it was fingers like, trembling yeah, it was like over ten thousand dollars i think for like they looked great hats. yeah thank you Oh no, they were really and very clever. That's why I thought they you were like they was just like um, fully like I had to uh, like spend all the nervous energy I had, or I was gonna like legit explode. So I made these hats, yeah, and because just, of COVID stress. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah pre vaccine, like this will never end. I I need it. Um, I need to figure out a skill in case like the apocalypse happens and I don't know what That's my right. plan was. Like I could, I, I guess I would sell hats to people so they didn't, um, yeah, right. me up for me. You'd be yeah. the new Supreme. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was, what was the plan? I guess. Yeah. I'm I, I had no plan. I left America. I thought, you know what, if democracy is going to die, I don't want to be there for it. And so I have to come back obviously, but I'm not in any rush. Um, I, I'm constantly there. I'm ready to leave at any point. Uh, but we have two pit bulls and, um, Kylie, my wife's obviously like, she's very plugged into, um, uh, the legal, uh, status of pit bulls are like illegal in a lot of places. So basically oh, because wow. of our dogs, um, unless we put them in some sort of dog drag Costume. or something. Yeah. Yes. They, the we, end of the birdcage. <laughs> yeah. You gotta yeah, put them in that way. <laughs> making them look like Dobermans <laughs> or something just to pass yes. through the immigration. That's yeah. That's so our plan. Cute. Yeah. Aww. 
Oh my God. It's, I have to say, I'm happy to hear you say it though. Cause I know that you and I, when we do message, it's always, um, quite stressed. I feel are like, it's always like, can you fucking believe every time we talk, it's like, yeah, can you fucking believe I, this Yeah. for on everything? And it's just, I'm at a point now where I'm done giving a shit about this, uh, anything American. I'm just like, I don't, I want to marry like a, a, Danish goblin, okay, like your little Jewish goblin, and just get that EU passport. I'm ready. Hell yes, I have been devouring Danish TV, uh, Danish really. Media. Yeah, I want to move to. I have a site on scene. Have you been there? To Copenhagen? <gasps> no, but I'm ready. I'll I'll I'll, oh. buy, I'll buy a house off like Danish Redfin today if I could. I have to tell you, I've been to Copenhagen. Um, if you felt small in Minnesota, buckle <laughs> TF up because I landed there and I'm telling, you know, I love going to country. There's two countries I like going to, meaning like energies. I like to go to countries where there are tall people. So I blend and countries where there are ugly women. And like, I, so anytime <laughs> I go to a country, you have to stop and think is one of the things in this country, like falling into that bucket. Um, sure. Italy didn't really fall into that bucket. And as a result, I had an only okay time there (laughs) because of those two things. Everyone was very short and um, like I wasn't, you know, the hottest, but like Germany, oh, Germany ticks both boxes for me. Right. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. So yeah. Have you seen the show Dark? Hmm. There's a German show called Dark that I watched recently. No. It's a, it's so funny. It's a, well, it's, it's a German time travel show. There's a town in like the German word. Okay. Yeah, dude. It's so funny. Like it's the most humorless show I've ever seen. Like I watched all three seasons in like one sitting practically and not a single joke in three full seasons of TV, <laughs> but it's a German town with a cave, a magical cave that lets you jump 33 years in the, in the future or in the past. And it's, it's done in such a way that everyone is constantly just jumping over the forties. Like no one at any point is like, should we do <laughs> We are in Germany. We have a time machine. That oh, fuck is it. hilarious. It, it's going to take They've done the long. math. So like the 33 years, it can never fall between 1936 yeah. and like 1945. There's yeah, just it's no like, way. It goes from like 19, like 1920 and then 1953 that, or whatever. Just like, it's just like, oh, it's just, oh, we missed it. We keep missing it. How weird. Well, what's interesting, I almost wonder if they wanted to kill the Jews because we were funny, because they are the most humorless fucking people. Yeah. Um, I have a, I think we had Flula on the show and I told him about this, but I have a thing going in Germany with friends where I go, I will give you $20 if you can find one kid laughing. Never, I have never had to give that money up. I have never seen a child fucking laugh in Germany, go on any train. You know, you go in the subway, you see kids fucking around. Germany, they are there. They are so fucking serious. I'm like, these people, the pain bodies that have been passed down generationally are as real as it is for our people, honestly. My my friend was there recently and sent me a poster. I guess they they are getting Comedy Central there. And Uh, I'm going to fucking die. He was saying that he was yeah. saying that the posters for Comedy Central were framed in a way where it literally seemed like they were introducing the German people to the concept of comedy. <laughs> like it was so boring. They're like, okay, before we even discuss like this channel, you gotta know like what we're doing here. Yeah, there's a thing called comedy and it makes you laugh. Yeah, it's like truly like elementary, like baby stuff. And that's why their porn is like so crazy, I think, because they have like the way that our brains are connected, you know what I mean? Where we're like, oh, that's a joke. They're like, yeah. that's a great porn idea like let's put it in the porn you know they just don't because the energy is there they just don't know where to direct it other than like gas chambers or pornography so right that would be i great do porn. love it though 
Oh, gas chambers and porn. Yeah. yeah. Ass, ass chamber. Send them to the ass chamber. That's what they keep saying. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that one for hack season three. You're welcome. Thank um, you. That's hilarious. Oh, but you've not been to Germany or have you been? No, I have not. I want to, I do want to go. I know. Why don't you guys come to Europe? We'll go and can you imagine me third wheeling with you and Kylie would be the funniest I shit would, ever. I would love it. She would die. Yeah. Oh, we'd have the best uh, time. She's she would be she's been there. Yeah. Uh I would love I would I um also saw Babylon Berlin. I don't know. I'm only watching German and Danish TV, I'm realizing. But uh What is the Danish show? Is the one um there's a Danish actor that I love. Um Oh uh, yeah, there's a guy who's in everything. He's like yeah. in the investigation and other, but I uh I got really into this show called Borgen, which is like Yes, LOL. that's the like, show. Yeah. He's yeah. on it. Yeah. He's on it. Uh yes. and it's like it's um Danish West Wing, which is um, mm. wonderful. Yeah. Have you ever seen a film? And I do say film. Uh I talk about it once in a blue moon. It's a Danish movie from the nineties called The Celebration. I think in Danish it's called Festin, and that guy is in it. Borgen's in it. Borgen, well, yeah, uh, Mr. Borgen. I think yeah. he's in it. Yeah, it's have, it's Thomas Vinterberg. It's a Dogma ninety five movie, which is where you know the concept of it. No, I don't. Are you? Are, I'm writing it down so you, I remember. You have to. I actually like. I almost. I'm not going to spoil it for you, although my lips are. Let's let's pause. Like, let's pause the podcast. I'll watch it and then come back at that. Does that work for you? Well, right now? Yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. Listen, I have nothing to do. It's already, what time is it here? It's seven. So tonight I'm staying in. I stayed in for you, just so you know. Thank you. I washed wow. my hair Thank today. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm a lady about town. I go out every night. Yeah. And you I put on out, a, a meatball full mask face makeup. for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pop my eyes out, put in two little meatballs, <laughs> hit the town. And it's a real shame that I can't have it today. It's an amazing movie, though. It's um, about a guy... I'm trying to ruin it for you. I'm like, literally, okay, he's going to kill me. It's about a guy, I'll just say this, who goes to a big family reunion. It's his father's, I think, 75th birthday. And his twin sister has died. And like, everyone's gathering like for the thing. And he just, okay, there's just a dinner scene in that movie. I remember watching it. I won't tell you what happens. But I remember watching it and I was like, wow, this movie's so weird. And everything in it is um, basically candlelit. Uh-huh. The concept is they can't use stage lighting. So they have to either film during the daytime or if they film at night has to be lighting. That's like in this, mm. you know, on this premises, which happens to be very beautiful, but very, I remember, style. Yeah. Vi- yes. And exactly. Yeah. And I was sitting, it was probably like 1999 on my 13 inch college TV with the VHS slot. And I was watching it. And when the moment happened, which I'm literally like, I'm going to claw my meatball eyes out. Cause I'm going to tell you, but I won't. <laughs> I was, it was one of those moments in film where you're like, holy fucking shit. Like, I can't believe I haven't had that in a long time with a movie where I'm actually stopped dead in my tracks. Like I was not expecting that even at all. Yeah. Um, did you see Jackass? No. And you're funny. I haven't. Is it pig come? No, no. Well, there is, there's lots of pig come in it. No, it's lots. Uh, then I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's lots. Of like, How much are we like, talking? Buckets? I'll see it. But like gallons of, yeah, it's amazing. Ooh, I'll yeah. go see it. Wait, what happens? I'm dying to know. You can't no, spell jackass, but tell me. There's well, just one, um, there's one prank in particular. Actually, just the opening sequence is like. Really? Um, you don't really understand what you're looking at. And then once you realize what you're looking at, you know, just dying laughing. Yeah. I, isn't it funny that I'm afraid to watch it because I'm so easily 
like it's the same reason I haven't done acid or mushrooms. I'm convinced that sometimes things can be so intense that I'm going to completely lose my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. See, like, I, I just like, something. it yeah. is just so funny to watch, to be like, you know, like, like a show called like a, like show like hacks, like it's multiple people working for hours a day, like, you know, granularly trying to make everything so funny and perfect and precious. And then like Jackass is just like, yeah, people getting like buckets of pig cum thrown on. And you're like, what's the point? Like, this is the funniest thing humans could ever make. Like, why do we even try? Yeah, just that's this is it. This is that's the problem. The peak. We've crawled so far up our own asses, Joe. Don't you think that's what's happening? Every, and everyone, Absolutely. including myself. Yeah. I, and thankfully, my ass is, as I'm sure you know, humongous. I mean, crawled way up. He's laughing all the way in. And I'm just, I, that's where I exist, right up my own ass. And honestly, mm-hmm. I feel safe there. Like, I, and I understand why we've, j- I miss the 80s when you could just be creatively completely out of your fucking mind and every show made no sense. Yeah. And there were no questions asked. You could just put something out there, not have any criticism. It could have been the worst piece of shit ever, but people still connected with it. You know, Alf, what about the show where that girl's dad died and then he talked to her through a cube out of this <laughs> world? Oh, you- uh, yeah. That <laughs> sounds awesome. You, you never watched it? This no. girl, her father died, and she, if she clapped, she could freeze time, and if she touched her fingers or the other way around, uh-huh. time would start again. But she had a cube in her room, and she's like, oh, I miss dad. And then she like flipped the cube open, and he'd be like, hi, honey, like oh from heaven. Oh, my God. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Loved that show. Never never questioned it once. It was like, yeah, her dad lives in a cube. We can't do that love, these days. I want to make a re- uh, I want to make a reboot of Family Ties, but now we're like, the Michael J. Fox Smart. character is just like, um, you know, like a MAGA QAnon for QAnon. <laughs> like, but treated just like, oh, like it's cute and uh, like boys will be boys, but he's like, you know, actively <laughs> a school polishing shooter. his AR 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like leaving right the house every day with a, you know, a lit torch. Yeah. Just in cell, they're like, he'll never get fucked. That's what they keep saying. Yeah. It's like, oh, he, oh, him? Oh, he's never getting fucked. Like, get it out of your head. Yeah. It's his whole identity. <laughs> It's a <laughs> it's a great idea, actually. I love that. Let's do uh, it. Wait, JoJo. So Joe and I are pitching a show. I knew this would happen. Mm-hmm. I was like, Joe, mm-hmm. come on. We haven't talked in a long time. It'll be like no, no time ever passed. I wanted to talk to you about why you stopped tweeting. This is again yeah. me getting professional. Was it sure political? Because people came. You, I remember you bought a lot of bots, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But the right really came after you. Did they kind of shut you down, or what happened? They didn't shut me down. Like I had been dealing with uh, like, I was like a little rascal on Twitter since it began. So I like, I started fights with people. So like I was Uh um, accustomed to people and their fan bases often on the right side of the political spectrum, like attacking me. Um, So I was used to that, but then it got like uh, closer and closer to 2016. It got like more, militant more just like obviously nazis and Mm. would pollute my mentions and then i would you know just reply like suck my dick to them i remember that not the most clever thing but it felt right in the moment and then um and then those literal nazis would report me for like sexual aggression and then twitter Twitter would like shut my account down because like these Nazis were threatened by me. 
um, my dick. And so, uh, <laughs> actually, yeah. that is, now that you say it that way, yeah. Um, and then after a while, it's just like this app sucks. Like they are literally um, supporting Nazis. So I wrote like a, um, you know, talk about crawling up your own ass. I like wrote a a, a, a manifesto for like why I was leaving Twitter. I remember that, Jerry Maguire. I remember your memo that you wrote. Yeah, about my memo. Twitter, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then. Um, and then recently I was, I was working on a stand-up joke and I was trying to think of an example of something. So I started scrolling through my old tweets to see if I could like find something. And I was so like mortified, like Aww. it was so embarrassing. Just like, like I think Twitter tweets themselves are like cathartic, but after like a day, like everyone should just delete. I, I deleted all my tweets basically. Did you? Yeah. I was just like, this is You're very I don't smart. Need, actually, I don't need any yeah. record of how I felt in 2013 and you know, people using that against me. So no, you're actually, honestly, when you say it, you're quite clever. Cause the only reason why I enjoyed Twitter was when like, if the Oscars were happening or I used oh, to live tweet so the bachelor, yeah. like yeah. live tweeting was actually fun for me. Cause I could, you know, I like to be speedy with the jokes. So for of me, course. it's like a time thing and it's like immediate and you can do it. This is also why I'm not successful. Cause like, if you sit me down and are like, I'm sorry, the meatball, meatball route. If you sit me down and are like, Oh, <laughs> I'm, not professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also having a dash seltzer, which by the way, uses old fruit to flavor it. Um, anyway, point that was a, that was a plug. It's cause you're a professional. Anyway, point being is that, I think Ryan O'Connell was like, I'm not tweeting anymore because I'm doing companies work for free. Like, and I'm like, yeah, when I live tweet, which I never got paid ever to live tweet. Uh huh. To be fair, like I did get a job technically out of it. Cause you know, talking about the TV shows, like all those after show things, but sure. the truth is like, really, what are we doing? And that doesn't happen anymore. Like I feel like it, Twitter is over and I almost never, I check it for like, I'll tell you this, the New York post must've hired a new social media editor because there I had to mute them because something is going on there. They tweet 10 times a minute and they'll tweet the same stories over and over again. Can I just pull yeah. up some of them? I didn't think I'd be talking about this, but every single one is the most horrifying. It's like they're in their own jackass contest for what can be the most horrifying thing you read today. So okay, just I'm just going to read about Machine Gun Kelly, I'm imagining. No, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, listen, these are these are right now. This is these are the the top tweets. Coast Guard rescues shark attack victim near Bahamas. Then the next one: student had legs, fingers amputated after eating leftover Chinese takeout. Look at this picture, by the way. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. No, no. And that was just coming up on my feed. Yeah, like, okay, no, wait. Finnish TikToker goes viral. Well, this one's not great. Cutting holes in ice and swimming under frozen lake. That one's dumb. No. Hold on, do not hang up on me because I have some good ones. <laughs> uh, well, the, it's the, but it, go on. The pictures of the like severed limbs. That's you don't. That's uh, it's horrendous. But then they keep uh, man allegedly strangled, dismembered, missing Houston woman, and then it's like man puts. Oh, look at this. I got botched implants instead of breast reduction after paperwork mix-up. Now, that's interesting. That is. That's <laughs> Hold a on a second. That's a Freaky Friday type movie, yeah. This is a wow. pixelated picture that looks not like breasts, but like two other things that I can well, think of. Yeah. That's, Strange. Uh, and is that pixelated? Like, like It is. They, they just want to be like, it, you can tell it's gross, but we're not going to show you the full. Thing. I mean, some of these, I'm sorry to keep reading them. It just self, this is on the news. This is on a professional news yeah, feed. The news. Yeah. This is the news. 
Yeah, quotes. Self-obsessed couple totally misses La Jolla sea lion. And there's just a video of a couple taking pictures with a sea lion. <laughs> That's news. Well, they got muted. Uh, um, everything was just horrendous. Like I had got a frozen penis. I don't know. I, I agree with you that Twitter for me has really run thin. But the problem, Joe, is that I'm also not on TikTok because even the idea of it makes like fills me with so much dread that I don't know what to do because like then what am i left with instagram is over like what are we left with tiktok kind of rules i gotta say everyone loves it but i don't know how to use it right tell me about it uh well it it just it learns what you like what you gravitate towards so and it is funny that like the i i've learned that i just like um things that are just like pure chaos yeah and kylie's (laughs) Kylie's is just like people with um, that treat pigs like dogs. So it's just, you know, so it's just like just different vibes. <laughs> That's why we get along, by the yeah. way. My entire right. Instagram Explore page, when you scroll it, is like, hey, want to see what the saddest woman in the world likes? <laughs> <laughs> It's the most depressing shit. I'm like, this can't yeah. be me. Mine oh is my so God. funny because it's like, it's like um, very esoteric, like infographics about uh, at the NBA season <laughs> and then just like girls in bikinis. It's like, I can't like, it's like, I'm so bipolar and it's like, okay, this that's is hilarious. Like, so yeah, mine is like nails, like nails, cats. I'm just like, this is I've, anyway, it's, it really gets to know you though. It gets, and by yeah. the way, I'm always excited. So like, imagine that, but just like with like, Chinese technology that really figures out exactly who you are. Wow. It's, yeah. I, it's, it's kind of, but incredible. do you make videos? Do you make videos for it or no? No, I made one video, uh, sarcastically about my, um, you know, that thing where it's like, my name is Joe, but some people know me as, and then yeah. you like show all your like yeah. acting thing. And it was like all yeah. my, all my parts in TV shows and just showing how little range I have. It's literally just like <laughs> <laughs> every, every clip is me, like same glasses, just like doing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Acting's hard though. You got to give yourself credit. I've never been cast. I was doing self tapes for a minute, which by the way, were if anyone ever got their hands on my self tapes and like release, I'd rather have revenge porn released oh, than my self tapes. Sure. It, it's a hundred percent mortifying thing. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the lowest form of art, I will say, and just having to really believe in yourself, like the the uh, earnestness that goes into it of like, yeah. I would like you to hire me, and here we go, and just the say worst. your name. It's horrible. The worst is I have, I mean, I have no one to make these videos with except Same. my wife. And so yeah. she will read the other parts oh, God. and then like, not only like judge my performance, which happens a lot where she'll like make a <laughs> <laughs> disturbed face, but then also like, she'll sometimes read like, like we need to do another take because you're like dripping with contempt. Like you're <laughs> like, you like truly like, she's like, what is this joke even? What is this? And I'll be like, I don't know. I didn't write it. I'm just, you know. yeah. The best That's is when the you, worst. uh, there was a thing last year I got, it was like for, a um, Disney plus star Wars thing. And I had to sign i had to sign like multiple rounds of ndas and stuff Ooh. before they even sent me the sides and then i got the side and it was just a guy coming be like he's over there <laughs> <laughs> like try it a few different ways it's like what the fuck why did i sign up like like we, everything was like lock and key and you know secret documents oh and it was just like like um yeah jewish goblin enters he's over there <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I, and Yoda. you didn't get it. 
I did not get Yoda. it. Yoda. No, that, that, by the way, that's some fucking bullshit that you didn't. I'm pissed now. Fuck Thank Star you. Wars. Fuck Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You think, uh, you think J.K. Rowling's a Jew hater? What's your take on that? <laughs> oh, I didn't follow that at all. I was like, oh, I, it's mistake. not. <laughs> I've literally never read a oh. word or seen a second of the movies. I, I'm, that's like a whole cultural thing that I, I just was like, I'm out. But oh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I don't want you to. Okay. I, I just want to clear my name. I've literally never cracked the <laughs> spine on a single book. For me, it's the Hamilton of literature. You know, it's yes. just I yeah. can't do it. But I really wish those people all the luck in the world. I did um, when a couple years ago in the Good Place Room. Everyone was talking about like what house they were. It's like a dorky, like, um, astrology type thing. Sorting hats. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So then everyone was, and then there was like, I was like, I don't know what any of this means. And then, um, they're like, oh, there's a website you can go to, to figure out your like sorting hat or whatever. So then like you do like a, um, multiple choice test and then it tells you what house you were. And then, um, before I even took it, people were like, I bet he's Slytherin. I bet he's Slytherin. And I was like, so I was like, so Slytherin's the bad one. They're like, no, I mean, obvi- all the evil characters are Slytherin, but actually some good characters. I was like, oh my God. So then I took the test, got Slytherin, and then everyone was like, you are Slytherin. And I was like, so it is bad. Like, this, I just got set up. Like, this is, by the way, and of course you are, because you hate Harry Potter. They're yeah. not going to allow someone who hates it to be one of the good people in it. Obviously, right. you're going to be, I mean, but JK yeah. Rowling, her banker characters look like from the um, what's that? The thing of Zion. What's that book called? Yeah, you know the protocols. Yeah. Is like, what's what's that word? Protocols. Protocols. Design. Ice Cube's favorite novel, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, cool. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you think we're gonna get beheaded before we die naturally? What do we think? <laughs> yeah. No. I. Um, that's part of the reason I want to get out of here. I mean, I. It felt more. Um, like time sensitive. When Trump, Trump was president, but. Uh, like, oh, there's no way I don't end up in a prison camp. That's how I feel. Oh, 100% we're ending yeah. up in a prison camp. Yeah. yeah and by yeah. the way, I'm so strong, they actually won't kill me. They will make me work. And that is some <laughs> bullshit. That's what happened to my grandfather. They're going to make me like carry stones and shit. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Kill you're me. Gonna at walk, that point. You're going to walk past and I've somehow talked myself into like a cushy job uh, embroidering swastikas. You're my capo. I'm like, Joe, you mean Joe capo? I get so mad. I'm like, he's Slytherin. They're like, I put the cap in capo. (laughs) No capo. That is fucking hilarious. Oh my gosh. I would love, I hope we end up in the same camp. That'd be fun. You and me. Yeah. But I tell you, it's not better anywhere else. Where do you think we're going to survive? France? I mean, I think so. Uh, Not happening. Well, how how are things in Copenhagen? I'm 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 putting a lot of faith into Denmark based on Borgen. They've always been good to our people, right? Historically, so I think based on Borgen, well, you'll make it. Only based on Borgen, a show I've never seen. (laughs) You're gonna on 100% make it. Yeah, thank you. By the way, they did um. Uh, our producer put together a packet. That's why I was looking at my phone. I wasn't texting someone. I was like, I got to pull up Joe's packet. Cause you know, so it says Joe Manny, American comedian, writer, and actor, all true. Uh Uh I forgot about look at this fucking hipster. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That's that's no, I don't want to blemish. Is it? I feel bad about it. Yeah. In retrospect, but really you do what you have to do. Like I didn't have to work for a couple of years and I got to live in New York and just do stand up based off of, no, that book, that's yeah. the dream. Who cares? Yeah. And also, 
no one, you know, nothing matters. Don't you see? That's what I've realized. I know. I, it, nothing you're right. matters. You're right. And people have come uh, to my shows years later and have been like, I was in your book or I was on your website. And I was like, okay, well, don't seem to be very hard feeling. I mean, I'd be like, here's a t-shirt or whatever, but that's uh, nice. Yeah, no no, I, that's a lie. There's literally no way you've given anyone a free t-shirt. Have you? <laughs> I already <laughs> no, know that's not true. Yeah. No, maybe I'm, I mean, no, of course not. Um, but this is funny. They said media that Joe has been enjoying lately, the NBA. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I put down a bunch of stuff and I was like, Oh wow. I don't think there's going to be much overlap between me and Michelle. Well, to- there's a little bit, like I started watching project runway from, I, I've watched it for seasons, but then mm-hmm. this season I kind of fell out and I'm like half, I watched like about half the season, but I was doing it where I would only watch the last 10 minutes. Like I'd watch runway yeah, yeah. and then watch the people eliminated. And it kind of took the happiness out of it actually. Cause you're like, okay, then what? It is the process, right? I, I really enjoy that show. I, I think, I mean, be, beside my, my adventure into, um, hats, but I, I truly don't understand oh. how anyone makes clothes. Like, it's just like one of those skills yeah. that is just like, whole. Oh, I don't know how anyone's doing this. It's kind of, um, mesmerizing and Christian, your your boy Christian's the fabulous host. I know he's like the whole show basically. I they wheel some other people out. Yeah, I surprised we we um, never crossed paths. Being both being friends, I mean, because the joke the whole time I live in New York was that um, we looked so similar that you know that I've never. Can I just say something in my lifetime? I have never thought about it, and you just said his name and. It was like the moment in Festin that I won't spoil for you where uh-huh. everything, time just stopped. I'm like, you do look like him. It's yeah. really funny. I've never thought that before. The year he won, someone was like, that guy who won Project Runway, it's like a a character in your like UCB one man show that would have yes. been like <laughs> offensive. But, I was going to uh, say canceled. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he rules. You, well, you should, you should meet he's him. Well, so he's a brilliant good. designer. He's one of the few, it's funny because I was talking earlier about my dream in life is to do a clothing line or a shoe line for women who are like over five foot 10 that mm-hmm. doesn't look like it was pulled from the dumpster behind a Goodwill. Like <laughs> things that actually look chic and you know and uh, not for like size two because that doesn't count but you know when you go to any tall the used to be a store here you're gonna hate this so much if you tell this to any comedian friend of ours i swear to god you're dead to me i know i'm putting this uh, out but still yeah there was a store here in london called long tall sally i need to finish talking <laughs> to you about it please let me tell you about it and i loved he's dying i can't I think this is a huge mistake saying it to you. And uh, you'd go in. And first of all, I loved going in because everyone there was like hugely tall, but also very heavy. So I was like, oh, I'm so fucking hot in this store. Like, I fucking love it. It was like Germany all over there's again. A, like, there's a new Sally in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would go in. But the stuff they made was so fucking ugly. And I would just look around. I mean, hideous, the most disgusting stuff. And um, really, what's the point of the story that I would love? We should design together. That's the yeah, story. You For it. small Jewish goblins and giant <laughs> Jewish, <laughs> we could do a line. Yeah. I, Wait, uh, Joe, is this real? What? I just got really excited. Are you the showrunner for Stathlet's Flats? Well, I'm working with uh, <gasps> Jamie. We're trying to make an American version. So... Oh, if, if someone were God. if someone were to buy it, I would. So it's all tentative. But yeah, we're we're pitching it, and um, I feel so excited about. I actually like for the first time in our friendship, I'm like a little starstruck. Like, oh, wow, thank you. Yeah, no, that's major. Um, it's huge. I mean, I love the show so much, and um, yeah, Jamie and I were working on you know the American version, and it was so funny because um forever it was like this like you know zooming 
with the, all the time zones and it was impossible. Mm. And then he came out here to shoot something and had an Airbnb like three blocks from my place. So then my we God. were like, you know, just like working on it together, IRL, and it was wonderful. But um, he's so funny. Please send him my, my dearest love. Uh, really? I mean, he's probably like your neighbor. I mean, I don't, he's, he's out there. Like, put us in touch. You know what I mean? Like, okay. let, me hear, let me hear, let me hear grow out one more inch because I kind of got okay. butchered. And then please, right. like, put right. us on a DM together. Um, I'll make sure I'll, I'll do some recon, see if he, how much he likes, like, meatballs and stuff. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, like, okay. and like big white titties also put that in there too. I'm so sorry. I knew that saying that was a mistake. I'm so sorry, but don't, don't edit it out. I want it to yeah, be out there yeah. for the world. Um, wait, did you see? <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? My friend Dave. Oh my God. Found this like Facebook posting. It was a meme. I wonder if you saw it. Where this woman <laughs> clearly like made a huge mistake. She wrote, oh God, I, it was something like, I was so excited for my grandson's like first day at school today. And it was a big of this woman like a grandmother totally topless her huge tits just like laying <laughs> wait what like she just posted the wrong photo from yes, her phone yes, on her facebook <laughs> and, she, and she was like oh my god how do i delete this and the people were like no you have to go to the top oh corner and she's like god. i don't know how i'm gonna how do i delete my whole page like i don't even want it and then one of the comments which when dave came to italy we said i don't see any grandchildren but i do see some big old t- <laughs> That so is funny. the best. It's like, oh. how do I delete this? And then she posts a like video of her on a Sibian or something. Oh no, what do I do? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my I'm god. So, I'm so proud of my grandson. The thing with I have to find it when we're done with oh this, I'm gonna god. send it to you. It I is mean, yeah. so funny. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that really whoo. That one really got me. Yeah, but no, he's great. Um, so that's exciting. God, you're just killing it, Joe. I really, why don't you come to London? Especially if you're, your guy I'm is trying, here no, I'm, for a week. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to, uh, get, what was that place? The Soho theater. I'm trying to like figure out. Like, oh yes. Yeah. Get some shows in. Cause I was supposed to go, you know, it was like two years ago. So I'm trying to oh, figure was it that out. I would love, yeah, I was, I was going to go oh. there and then like all around. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so hopefully, so hopefully I can go back. Uh, yeah, go back. I wasn't ever there, but hopefully I can, I can figure that out. But you've been here before. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, yeah. We talked about it. Um, all right. And then I got to a few make- years ago. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you, no, you, I'll go. I should go. No, no, you're right. No, I should go. <laughs> go on. Go on. No, I, uh, Scott, have you been to Scotland at all? I went to Scotland once. If you want to know why I have the saddest instagram explore page i went to scotland on christmas by myself as the loneliest jew in the world and mm. thinking oh it'll be like charming and it was literally one of the most fucking depressing places there was nobody there <laughs> there was like one pub with like a dirty glass i was like i yeah. can't be in this place it just didn't connect but did you go to the french fest no i never went to french fest but a few years ago yeah. um me and nick offerman went with some um like crew guys from parks and we like shot a bunch of commercials for Lagavulin whiskey. So I got to like, like go through, go do like a tour of uh, distilleries all over Scotland and like write these like stupid commercials and stuff. It was fun. It was so awesome. So I want to, I want to, yeah, I, 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 so I weirdly spent more time up there than I have in London. Mm. It was was awesome. I know the Scots are there. Listen, you can't understand a word. They've got great hearts. No, not a word. Um, They, they, when they turn 30, they look 70. You know what I mean? And that's the whiskey. <laughs> they just yeah, age. Right. People here. That's another great thing about being in England. People think I'm 23 years old. They're like, 
oh my god how i'm like i say i'm 40 and they're like what like they don't understand because yeah. you turn 40 here and you turn into a california raisin like there's no one here who looks younger than their age is it anyway. all that blood sausage are you how british are you now are you are you eating beans for breakfast all day baby breakfast oh, okay. lunch and dinner just <laughs> no i actually never eat beans how british am i i go to pret a manger a lot which is like their it's better than subway because it's like fresher stuff but it's like their uh, fast food um their quiznos i'm yeah exactly i'm pretty british i take the bus everywhere now i'm can i be honest joe you know i got rid of my new york apartment and like in a perfect world i don't really want to go back uh-huh. but i don't know what to do it's scary that's, i don't want to get killed on the huge. train yeah yeah, I know, but I like to work, you know, yeah. but I don't think America's ready for me. I just don't. I feel like he's laughing, but I'm being kind of serious. I feel like I would have better success here. Weirdly. I don't know. No, I mean, you are, you're doing it right. It's a Travis. It's a travesty. You didn't get a, like of everyone. I know you, you should have had like a late night show. That's really and if nice. America. Will, if America won't give one to you, then. Um, we'll make sure Copenhagen does. Uh, Copenhagen live, live, would fucking love me. <gasps> live from the live from the prison camp, which I'll call it late night in the in the ass chamber. We put that's hilarious. We put it together out of like all the things they give us. So it's just it's like a a desk of skull like skulls. <laughs> just like yeah, my all the chairs are made of kids' shoes. I'm like, please take a seat. So tell yeah. me. <laughs> it's just set made from the dc holocaust museum oh boy by the way all four of my grandparents were survivors if this is your first episode of this show i just want in case people are confused by my last name half my family was killed in auschwitz so you can all relax now on that note joe mandy is there anything else i was gonna i wanted to ask you about one last thing oh kanye any thoughts before we go um no no it breaks my heart it's sad he was like yeah yeah Sorry, I don't have a funny take. Uh, he's, no funny take. Uh, okay. Actually, like I will say that um, he's the closest thing to Trump that we have in like the way that mm-hmm. he's like so mentally ill, but also like he will do stuff that's funny. It's like like when he calls uh, <laughs> Pete, what is it called? Pete Davidson, Skeet Davidson, like shit like that, where it's like, that yeah. is funny. I, they, I don't support any of this, but God damn, that is funny. No, he's funny. I wish he would have like bought me a Birkin bag and then broke up with me. Wouldn't that be nice? Being <laughs> yeah. like, my baby is so crazy. What? Yeah. He's broken up. I'd be so hurt from the live from the camps. That's going to have to be the name of the episode. I don't see how we make this show anything but no. live from the camps. Yeah, that, that's but fair. Yeah. It wrote itself. Joe Mandy, can I just say to you that um, genuinely miss you? Like, I wish that we could go have drinkies and be fun yeah. together. I miss you too. We Aww. both miss you. Kylie says hello. and uh, I love Kylie so much. The sweetest um, angel. Your dogs are cute. You really got it all, Jojo. If you can figure, well, I mean, if you can figure out, if you know anyone, any MPs that we can like slip my dogs into England, we should talk about it. Cause I'm. Oh, actually. Okay. Done. Yeah. I'm going to be busy. I'm stitching up Joe's Pitbull dog costumes for the next couple months. <laughs> so just don't, don't disturb me. They're going to, at Long Tall Sally, I take the shreds. Yeah. I'm like, are they, do they fit? <laughs> They're like so long. You're like, no. Yeah. Um, f- follow Joe on Instagram at Joe Mandy. Uh, and just, I mean, watch everything he does. Like, where is your, where can people watch your specials? Your comedy? Uh, Netflix is one. Oh, and then there's that's various a great like, one. comedy central things that are out there. Oh, um, in Germany though. 
He's the, he's yes. the first German Comedy Central special. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Huge I, fans. I, I wonder how redacted my as a you know a Jew on oh God. German Comedy Central. I wonder how much. Yeah, it's I fourteen remember. seconds long. You're like, yeah. and good night. That's the whole show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe Mandy is a genius. Watch Hacks if you haven't seen it. Uh, Please, just yeah. honestly, it's you've you've managed to somehow really cover every base in this industry and do it without being annoyed. And I just can't, I actually don't understand how you've done that. Really. Yeah. It's really. Thank you. That feat. means a lot. I did it all yeah. without being annoying or um, showing any range at all as a writer. But that's performer. A, <laughs> yeah. What even is range? Range is actually overrated. People who have range, range I, I have no interest. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I just adore you so much. And seriously, if you want to come to London the next month, even for a week, and I'm here. Okay. I'll let you know. Think about it. I'll never see him. Uh, Joe Mandy, live from the camps. <laughs> Thanks again, Joe. And guys, we will see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend, Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at MidnightSnack at Earwolf.com. For more of me, tune into The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.